This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95. What a great afternoon it is right here in the Pulse 95 studios. I hope you're all having a fantastic afternoon, just like Hani and I are. And you're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world is being brought to you right here on Pulse 95. You're 100% correct, Omnia. <laughs> We're going to be talking about how the UAE is going to develop and launch a navigation satellite next year. Yes, indeed. We've seen one satellite uh, actually be the brainchild of many uh, engineers based right here in the UAE and this is going to be yet another accomplishment. But also right here in the UAE, fireballs will be shooting over uh, our beautiful country as a meteor shower reaches its peak right this week. What's Mm -hmm. that all about and are they actually balls of fire? That's definitely one thing we're going to be discussing. I'd like to believe they're balls of fire because they do look like balls of fire we're going to tell you when you can see it where you can see it and at what time but we're also going to be talking about twitter and how they're they have began talks to buy tiktok u.s operation tiktok drama tiktok drama now we know that microsoft was in talks to buy it but now twitter has jumped on the bandwagon and they want to buy tiktok and i have a lot to talk about when we come to that subject everyone wants a slice of the cake when it comes to buying tiktok including donald trump but coming up on future talk as well we're going to be talking about singapore actually using drones to check how close you are to people around you now this is definitely yet another form of social distancing so much so many devices so many gadgets we brought right here on the show talking about how they how they kind of promote social distancing we had the we had the dress mm-hmm. we had the necklace and now we're talking about drones but we're also going to be talking about how chicago a state in the u.s is going to use social media to track tourists who are violating quarantine yes indeed the measures countries are willing to go through in order to make sure that their citizens are safe. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're You're listening listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Bits and bytes do connect our world, but you know what else connects our world? Satellites. And the UAE is going to develop and launch a navigation satellite next year. Now, two satellites will be developed under a project funded by the UAE Space Agency. Now, the UAE does, has announced plans to develop and launch a navigation satellite in 2021, which will be followed by the launch of a more advanced version the year after. So we're seeing a lot of stuff come right here from the UAE to space. We had the, the Hope Probe, and now we're having not one, but two satellites in the next two years going all the way to space. You're 100% right, Hani. And this satellite will actually be funded by the UAE Space Agency. Now, what makes this project a special one is the fact that it's going to be the first one to be carried out at the new satellite assembly integration and testing center in Al Ain. Now, this facility was launched in partnership with Airbus and Tawazon Economic Council. It's located at the UAE University's National Space and Science Technology Center. And the reason behind creating it is to actually increase the nation's satellite development capabilities. Now, uh, as we all know, we did have one satellite launch, I think, last 
last year by uh, a team of engineers who were studying at Khalifa Sat. But mm-hmm. the satellite project uh, is actually aiming for technology demonstration. We're mm-hmm. working on capability buildup, and it's not meant to add a navigation system immediately. They're still going to be using the navigation system uh, that has been in place by the global navigation satellite system, which basically covers most of the world. About four different versions are operated mm-hmm. by Europe, the United States, Russia, and China. But this is definitely hope for the UAE to create its own navigation system satellite. Exactly. Now, if you don't know what a navigation satellite is, it does help make navigation systems and cars and smartphones possible. And they do play a major role in the aviation and humanitarian sector. Now, we know we're right here in the UAE. We're big on aviation. You can't, you can't honestly, you can't talk about the UAE without yeah, aviation we're, we're or very, even navigation systems. Exactly. We're very big on aviation and humanitarian, the, the humanitarian sector. So, how Having this navigation satellite owned by the UAE, funded by the UAE, going all the way to space is very good for us in general. Now, the main aim behind the initiative is to develop capabilities in the UAE. And if that is successful, the project would be expanded further. Mm -hmm. Now, officials did not reveal the cost of the project or how many Emirati engineers will work towards developing it. However, they will receive training at Airbus facilities in France and locally right here in the UAE. Yes, indeed. And if we go back in time a little bit, back to 2018, uh, we'll definitely come across the great accomplishment that was uh, done by engineers at the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center when they launched their first 100% Emirati-built satellite, the Khalifa Sat. Mm-hmm. Now, today we're looking at a new satellite that will uh, be providing high-resolution images uh, when it comes to commercial use when it comes to humanitarian use and definitely allowing us to hopefully create our very own navigation system now more recently uh, we launched the Mars weather satellite which we called the hope probe and we celebrated its uh, launch right here from or actually it wasn't launching from the UAE it was launching from Japan it, it, it was made in the UAE and then yes. they sent it to Japan but a quick history lesson ladies and gentlemen mm. the UAE actually launched its first satellite right here in the UAE on Saturday 1st in 2009, no, not Saturday 1st. It's called Dubai Sat 1 in 2009 with the help of mm-hmm. South Korea. Now, today it actually has 13 operational satellites in space. Now, that is amazing, Omnia. From 2009 all the way to 2020, we're talking about mm-hmm. 11 years, 13 operational satellites. So we can say, if you want to round it up, around one satellite per year is coming from, is going out of the UAE all the way to space. Now, we are definitely very excited to witness yet another great accomplishment written in the book, created in the UAE and launched into space from the UAE. But looking at the skies of the UAE, exactly. there's definitely going to be one thing we're all excited to witness. It's showering, Omnia. <laughs> we're going to have a little bit of showers, but not rain showers. Not water showers. Not even water showers. We're talking about fireballs <laughs> that will shoot over the UAE as a meteor shower does reach the peak this week. Now, fireballs will shoot over the UAE this week as an annual meteor shower will reach its peak on Wednesday night. Now, Omni, it is said that up to 60 meteors and shooting stars per hour. Listen again, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. 
per hour will fly across the night sky, creating a stellar show for spectators. Now, I'm really excited about that. I want to know which time exactly. Maybe I'll, we'll go to the desert or something. Because you know, Omnia, in the desert, the sky is clearer because you don't have the lights, you don't have the big buildings. So it's going Absolutely. to be crystal clear. And view. I'm, I'm excited for the Sharjah Space and Astronomy Center also uh, to record this amazing phenomena in space, in the skies of the UAE. But these showers actually began back on July 17. But Ooh, this makes sense now. They're going to be. Why? Because I've seen a couple. You did? I've seen them. And I was I was wondering to my I seen I seen one or two. Around 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning. I've they look like shooting stars. Exactly. That's what happened. I'll tell you. I was in Mu'aleh, Omnia. Mm. Uh, I was in that area. I actually went in to the go neighborhood. Get, <laughs> in the neighborhood. In your neighborhood. I went to go get Subway. Yeah. And as I'm walking out with my Subway, I got my macadamia cookies, my chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> you sure you saw you saw the and then, stars and not the meteor shower and not the cookies in space? I, I was seeing both. Then all of a sudden, I see... And no, there was no sound, but you got to have sound effect. And I look up. I'm like, what? Was I seeing things? And then I didn't know if I was seeing things or it was actually a meteor. It could definitely be one because they did begin uh, on July 17. But they're going to be most visible and at the most intense stage between August 12 and August 13. So uh, this is when they can actually be seen in different parts of the world. And we are lucky that we get to see it right here in the UAE. But you're definitely right because it is mostly visible in the desert. Um, an astronomy group based right here in the UAE will be gathering. All the lovers for stargazing will be gathering at Al-Qudra Desert. And I'm sure right here in Sharjah, we'll also be seeing a lot of stargazers head to the desert to be able to witness it. You know, Omnia, like during the winter, me and my friends, we have a kind of a tradition. We go to Al-Badaya right here in Sharjah yeah. and we camp there. And I like to always look at the star. You see a lot of things at night, especially in the desert. It's really, really clear. And I've seen a couple of things. And, you know, we'd have those campfire stories. My so favorite I, is camps right here in the UAE. Exactly. So if you can do that on Wednesday night, go all the way to Al-Badair, Mleha, or anywhere near Sharjah. We have, mashallah, we have lots of desert here. You can go and sit down camp. Uh, Maybe not the best to have a fire right now because it's pretty <laughs> hot. But you can go see those stars and meteor showers. Yes, indeed. And for those of you who are wondering, how do meteor showers happen? Uh, typically, whenever the Earth passes through the comets left over every single year, uh, this creates a meteor shower. And the debris actually collides with the atmosphere. It disintegrates. And this debris actually creates a colorful show for our eyes to mm. enjoy. Uh, now, weather on the night of August 12 is expected to be a bit hazy. So it's definitely going to be a little bit harder for you to see uh, the meteor shower but nonetheless astronomers expect that the larger and brighter meteoro meteoroids in the showers will still be visible let us know if you're going to be heading there on wednesday night we'll definitely give you a reminder tomorrow as well and omnia going back to what you said did you know that the comet uh, made the its closest flyby to our plan back in 1992 oh wow and the next one is expected to be in 2000 126. So, so we're, we're talking about 106 years from now. I mean, you can't miss out on the chance to see one on Wednesday. Yeah. We're talking about this week. So. This week. I mean, next one, you guys see 106 <laughs> years. Who knows if you're going to be alive by then? Yes, indeed. Let us know if you're going to be uh, witnessing it and going there. Make sure that you still take your face mask and you still social distance as you gaze on the stars. But coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be talking about... TikTok drama. This is definitely My drama. it's been the talk of the month by now. Who's gonna get TikTok? Microsoft versus Twitter. The fight is on, and we're gonna be telling you all about it right here on Pulse 95. 95.
You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. TikTok, oh, TikTok. So many people are fighting over TikTok. Donald Trump wants to ban it. Microsoft wants to buy it. And now Twitter is entering the market. And who will get a slice of the cake? I hope it's not Twitter. Why? I'll get. We'll get into that. But actually, <laughs> I mean, just like you said, a lot of social media platforms are joining the race to acquire ByteDance's video streaming platform, which is TikTok. And that actually comes after Donald Trump did send his executive order that he wants to ban TikTok, and that all the companies in the U.S. They have 45 days to acquire it. Literally, the clock is ticking. 45 days. Who will get? the share of TikTok. But Twitter has definitely held a lot of talks uh, with TikTok about a possible deal to buy the video streaming app's U.S. operations. Um, For those of you who don't know, TikTok is definitely the brainchild of a Chinese company called ByteDance. But a lot of uh, rumors and actually reports have been saying that China has been spying on a lot of uh, people who are using TikTok. And this is why Donald Trump, president of, the, president of the United States, wants to ban it. But Microsoft has been saying that they are willing to go ahead and buy it and buy the operations uh, of it so that they can prevent people from spying on U.S. citizens. But mm-hmm. uh, the San Francisco-based microblogging site Twitter is definitely considered a long-shot buyer, given that it is much smaller than Microsoft and will definitely have a harder time paying for the deal. We all know TikTok is very expensive to buy. Last time I checked, it was, I think, worth $50 billion. Microsoft was, I think, able to decrease that pay to... Just like my assumption, around the $30 billion. They were having talks, and they kind of went to that number of $30 billion. But Bill Gates in general... Now, Bill Gates, he founded Microsoft, but Mm. he's not in charge of it currently. So he did say that it is kind of poison for Microsoft to buy TikTok. Yeah, he did say that it's kind of poisonous to Microsoft if they do buy TikTok. Mm. And uh, in general, my humble opinion, I don't think Twitter should acquire TikTok because Twitter did the same thing back in 2013. Mm. Now, Omnia... What I like to go by in life is history repeats itself, learn from the past. Now, now Twitter in around 2013, 2014, mm. around, around that time, uh, Vine was closing down. They didn't have sufficient funds. Mm-hmm. And Twitter said, hey, I'll buy it from you guys. And have we ever heard of Vine since then? And Not they killed, really. <laughs> and, they, and, and Twitter actually killed the platform. Mm. They killed the platform. And there was talks, I remember, about Vine 2. Yeah. That never happened. So with Twitter buying TikTok... Are they going to kill it again? Are they go- the, what they tried to do? Twitter back in 2013, they tried to make all those Vine accounts mm. be implemented on Twitter, and no one's like, everyone's like, nope, we don't want that. The thing is, can Twitter afford it? This is the real question I mean, because yeah. Microsoft is the second most valuable tech company in the whole entire world, so they can definitely afford to buy TikTok, and they've also decreased the price point. But Twitter has actually uh, announced that in the past three months, it has had a $1.23 billion loss since June Mm -hmm. 30th. So it's definitely uh, not in the best place to buy TikTok. Yeah. You know, it's not when we're talking about who is new to the video streaming world. Twitter is definitely not new versus Microsoft. Twitter isn't new. They've they've tried like again, I said they've tried with Vine 
and they actually did uh, did buy Periscope. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Omnia, mm. when Twitter gets their hands on these things, they flop. I don't know I why. Know. I don't know why. Periscope <laughs> was huge right here in the and UAE. And I never heard of it after, after Twitter, Twitter bought, bought it. After Twitter bought it, you never heard of it again. So TikTok, I don't, I, I don't know. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. But going back to your point, saying can Twitter afford it? They can't. You just said they lost 1.2 billion dollars in the past three months. They, and they the, might be able, but they'll struggle. But they're actually, I mean, their current market capitalization is right now at 29.4 billion dollars. Oh God! And they're selling TikTok for 30 billion dollars. Oh God! But Microsoft is valued at 1.6 trillion dollars i mean they can definitely so, put tiktok in their pocket exactly with no one. You, you, you know yeah. you know the arabic saying omnia for microsoft it's the side of the pocket it's not going to affect microsoft at if they all buy it. not at all so so it just seems plausible that microsoft will get their hands on tiktok but what they do with tiktok who knows now what we know omnia mm. is that there's a key word here U.S. operations mm-hmm. U.S. operations Now it won't control what happens in China So my, 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 my point of view My opinion is that It will stay the same It's just that the data will be transferred to that U.S. operation It will True. go to Microsoft So once it goes to Microsoft Microsoft does whatever they want with that data And, and The thing is though, Hani uh, Whenever we're talking about buying TikTok, we got to remember there is one constant in this equation. You know, Microsoft and Twitter, they're not constants, but the only constant is Donald Trump. He is definitely insisting that the U.S. Treasury will be receiving a cut from the sale of TikTok's hey, U.S. operation no matter who buys it. I don't I don't believe so. You don't believe it? I, I, I definitely I, find it possible. I, I, don't, I don't believe so and um, I, it's just my. This is how I see it, how, mm-hmm. how it's going to be. I don't think Donald Trump uh, will, will go through with it. Mm. And uh, I think there will be talks and negotiations. Now, Microsoft is very good at negotiating. But, you know, <laughs> Donald Trump, he says he's the master negotiator. So who knows? But I personally believe that even if the U.S. Treasury gets a cut, it won't be as big as we expect. I definitely agree with you on that one. Um, we've definitely, apart from people fighting to buy TikTok, we've seen social media platforms try to replicate t- TikTok. One of them being the one and only Mark Zuckerberg, who owns Instagram. Recently, last week actually, they launched uh, the new feature within Instagram Reels, that's yeah. called Reels that was meant to basically replicate TikTok, quite literally. 15-second video, you can have music over it, and it's been going well. I'm just wondering why Mark Zuckerberg didn't want to buy TikTok. That's a nice one. That's uh, an we'll probably question. see it. I mean, now, now mm. there's Twitter has came up and said, "Hey, we want to buy TikTok." You know why it didn't want to buy TikTok? Because why? why buy it when you can replicate it? I mean, why not buy it and use that same mechanics and software on Instagram? But honey, you got to remember, he's also been paying a lot of social media influencers to buy and market the new feature reels. And a we've lot. seen that before with Mixer and what <laughs> happened there. It's flopped. Well, let's leave it to all of you guys. Texting up 4215 or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg will enter the race and attempt to buy TikTok? I hope he does. Or do you agree with me that why buy it when you can do something similar? Now, now Omnia, I hope he does. You know why? Why? Facebook bought WhatsApp. Did mm. it change? To no. the, it, it's, it's better. It's even it's great. True. It bought Instagram. Did it change? No. It's even better. It's one of the most well-known platforms that everyone uses Instagram. But so TikTok. Facebook Facebook does have the credentials and they have the resources and they have the experience. But I think now, it's cheaper for him to just replicate TikTok than go ahead and Mark buy Zuckerberg the Zuckerberg don't company. care about money. He got billions and billions of dollars. Facebook is... He, did you see his net worth? It's probably in the hundreds uh, of billions yes, of dollars. Yes, it only got higher. And yeah, I'm, I'm, like, t- I'm telling you. 
Mm, and Facebook's uh, net capital is probably even higher. I know. Let us know your thoughts. Send in, send them in at 4215 door or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Keep Pulse95 locked because coming up, we're talking all about Singapore deploying drones to monitor social distancing. What has the world come become over the past few months? Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse95. New tech you might want to play with or you might not want to play with because you can't stand too close to it. <laughs> because Singapore is trialing in automated drones to check people who do not use social distancing. Now, Singapore's police have been trialing two pilotless drones which help enforce social distancing measures which are aimed at containing the spread of COVID-19. And these small machines, Omnia, they actually weigh around 10 kilograms and are programmed to track anomalies such as gatherings and stream this footage to the police. So if you're out and about and not social distancing, well, the police are going to know. Yes, indeed. And we've seen this actually also be deployed right here in the UAE during the COVID-19 lockdown. Drones were actually... I cir- saw it in Sharjah. Yeah, it was they near were, my house. It was near Buhera. It was They were circulating uh, the skies of the UAE to ensure that people were actually wearing their masks and social distancing. But these drones in Singapore uh, were actually being trialed for about three and a half months. Uh, they were being tested in an industrial area and it was the first time that commercial drones were actually approved to fly over a major metropolis. Now, specifically for COVID-19, what these drones have been doing is allowing the, the state in general to resume its normal operations. We, we've been living in a, in a world where this pandemic has definitely made it difficult for police to maintain operations. 100% Omnia, and they actually can pinpoint locations and zoom into areas that actually might not be visible to the police officers on foot or in vehicles. Now, we've seen that happen right here in Georgia, Omnia. The police car would have uh, would have the controller or the remote and kind of pilot these drones uh, to see who's maintaining social distancing or not. Yeah. But these drones are different. Why? Because they're pilotless. And this is a great initiative by the police because no matter what, we need to get life back on track. We need to continue doing, we need to, we need to live our lives, but we need to do it in a safe manner. So why not have these drones fly on top of us and see whether or not we're maintaining social distancing and we're doing the preventive and precautionary measures against COVID-19. Absolutely. You know, in the past, we've seen drones uh, be used for commercial purposes. We've seen them being used to take videos, to take film. We've seen them being deployed by restaurants to make sure that deliveries are being done on time. So why not deploy them during this pandemic to ensure that people are social distancing the way they should be? 100% 100% Omnia now this is very important because unfortunately no matter what no matter how many times the government tells you medical professionals tell people some people just don't like to obey the law and actually Singapore is actually known for strict laws and widespread for surveillance and they initially won the global praise for containing the virus spread before mass outbreaks in uh, in that area mm-hmm. so so having this drone I believe that that they're going to have more control over these areas and 
uh, hopefully COVID will die out in, in, in those areas. Absolutely. And when we're looking at which countries are actually best fit to deploy drones, even post-COVID-19, the UAE is definitely a world leader when it comes to that because uh, a lot of uh, big drone companies have been saying that the government agencies in the UAE have definitely been the quickest to use the capabilities of drones in the fight against COVID-19. And drones will increasingly become an essential part of the daily lives of human beings. They're going to be as vital as our phones are nowadays. And it's crazy to think that this might be the future one day, but we've already seen it happen nowadays. We've seen it happen nowadays, Omnia. You're correct. Now, uh, it, what they were implementing is going to happen in the future. But yeah. because of the circumstances we're in now, we kind of ru- not rushed into it, but we fastened the process of implementing these drones right here in the world. True. Uh, right here in the UAE, as we mentioned, uh, the drones were actually... Over Eid al-Adha. They were all over the place. Absolutely. And they were actually equipped with loudspeakers that were constantly repeating the phrases of how important it is to stay home, to avoid gatherings to wear our face masks, to keep our gloves on. So let us know if you have come across them right here in the UAE because they've definitely I know been. I have. <laughs> you've, you've actually filmed them I, I uh, fi- near I, your house. I filmed them, Omni, and they actually desan- they sanitize uh, areas that need oh. sanitization. So they're, they're the full package. They're literally full option drones. Let us know if you've seen them. Text in at 4215 or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be talking about social media being used to track tourists. What's that all about? Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. To all tourists traveling to the U.S., specifically Chicago, maybe you shouldn't post that selfie. Maybe you shouldn't check into that location. Maybe, just maybe, you got to be careful whenever you're posting anything on social media. And the reason is because you will be tracked to make sure that you are ensuring social distancing. Isn't that right, honey? Yes. What you're going to do when the police come for you and you're not social distancing, ladies and gentlemen. Don't try rapping. It's not. A, it's a song, Omnia. It's a song, it's a I song. know. So don't try singing. It, it, so listen, Omnia. Chicago is actually doubling down on efforts to enforce its emergency coronavirus travel order mm-hmm. as officials are actually now reviewing the social media posts of possible violators as the pandemic continues. Now, in the U.S., we know it is one of the hardest hit countries, if not the hardest hit country uh, during this pandemic. And public health authorities actually shared the update during a news conference earlier this week that they were saying that officials will check the social feeds of suspected offenders mm-hmm. to collect evidence for a possible citation. So basically, a fine Yes, indeed. And all suspected violators will actually be identified through contact tracing or other measures. Now, those other measures are definitely their social media account. Now, Chicago is definitely, uh, it has an emergency travel order that took effect back on July 16th. So anyone who arrives to the state of Chicago will have to go through a 14-day quarantine period. And one of the easiest ways to sort of get enough proof that there was the potential of a violated quarantine order without having to send out an inspector or, you know, go through any aggressive follow-up orders is to basically look at social media. And if we know anything about tourists or people in general, our whole life tends to be documented on social media. When we go to a certain restaurant, when we leave our homes, we're definitely going to document it on social media. But the question is, with such news announced, 
I don't think any tourists will be posting on social media, especially if they have a quarantine order. They'll go out, but they're just not going to post it on social media. I mean, I mean, this is a great initiative by the Chicago police and Chicago officials because Omnia, Chicago, mm. it's a big state. It's a big city. But at the same time, it's very packed. It's like New York. You know how New York, everyone's on top of each other. It's very, it's a, it's very crowded and filled with people. So Chicago having this being enforced is very important, especially because of of the areas that they're in. Now we've seen on social media, a lot of people do not go by these quarantine orders. A lot of people don't social distance, and that's what's being the problem in America. So 100%. Chicago going out and doing this mm-hmm. is very important, and I hope a lot of states follow suit. I just hope people don't take the short way out of this so i hope people actually stick to the quarantine measures without necessarily just doing their own thing and not posting on social media and the the, another question that poses itself in such a situation what happens to people who aren't as active on social media even though social media is the new world that everyone is living in we're constantly posting on it some people choose not to because they want to protect their privacy so how do you maintain a order and ensure that people are following all the precautionary measures if they're not posting on social media lots of questions that will be awaiting answers but we'll definitely keep you updated on what chicago chooses to do with its social media tracking of tourists now we have to remember ladies and gentlemen how important social media is in our time because omni and i have talked about how you can how in the u.s you can even go to the extent of not having a loan given to you yes. because of social media. You might even flaunt some fancy cars and if the bank sees that, hey, you got money, why do you need this loan? Or you spend it on weird things and things that aren't you can't worth. Get it. Yeah, some can't people, get that loan. Yeah. And Omnia, a lot of police in the US have caught people right here in the UAE as well. On TikTok, a taxi driver was going around driving recklessly. Mm. He posted on TikTok within, I believe, it's seven or ten hours. He was caught. He was caught. True. So, so, so always remember what you're posting on social media. It could be used it against you. Could or be it could used be against you. But it's time for the one and only Omar Duri, who has the halftime show at <laughs> three, which is the only place to be. With Amar Duri. Yes, indeed. We have the one and only man that hosts the best show on Pulse95. Stop it. Keep going. See? Stop Keep, Keep going. Of course not. Enough. How are you guys doing? We're All doing good, good, brother. How are you doing? interesting, actually, when you're saying about the whole posting, considering that it can really have ramifications in the end. Very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, nowadays, anything you post on social media can be used against you. It can be used with you. It's a double-edged now, sword. Now, a lot of people in the U.S. were prosecuted of things and they said, hey, uh, but I have a lot. Uh, There's I, nothing uh, to there prove that, that I, I was, did this I was at except social media. Point A. I wasn't at point B. And they're like, how do I know? Well, here, on, on the, at this time during this place, yeah. I took a picture and posted it on Instagram. And even going to the extent of stories on Instagram, even though stories are 24 hours. Yeah. And also the problem is, I think the access to phones and technology now is from a very, very young age. Mm-hmm. So who posts that content? Sometimes you can always divert it to yeah. the youngsters for doing so. But what's going on on the halftime show? I'll tell on? you what's going on <laughs> on the halftime show. I'm so excited because I have the ladies from Be A Warrior on the show. And they're someone who, who really embody, empower women and females and also strong women i really really like that so i'm gonna have both of them today domia and Sami are gonna be on the show today talking about what they do and how unique it is that's what i'm talking about we always love women empowerment and just this equality i i, I love it Omar, and i love what you promote on their your show whether it's mental health or in general Omar, your show is something that does is an eye opener to what things matter in life
Thank you. But wow, how'd you how'd you top that up? See, I know, I know. It's all about <laughs> it's all about how you use your words. <laughs> Annie, you, you summed it up perfectly. Mental mental health, uh, physical health, and everything fitness is going to be coming up on the halftime show from the Future Talk team. We'll see you next time. But keep Pulse ninety five locked because our shows will keep you entertained throughout the day. This is Pulse ninety five. Tune in live every weekday from two p.m.